for anyone that is going through a really tough time right now. And I want this to be your reminder that there is genuinely a light at the end of the tunnel. And the only thing you need to keep doing to get to that light is to keep showing up for yourself. I'm Sheridan Jackson, and welcome back to the Ready to Redefine podcast, where we discuss all things health, mindset, personal development, business, and relationships. In these episodes, there is no BS as we dive deep to redefine who you are and how you're showing up in your life. I want you stepping into the best version of yourself with confidence, alignment, and personal power every single day. So are you ready to redefine? Let's do this. Hello team, welcome back to episode two and this week we're talking all things about my health and fitness journey and this one, i it's funny because I kind of feel as if everyone knows it but then I realize that it's just so easy for onlookers, especially obviously living in this online world, it's so easy for onlookers to kind of, I know we've all done it, you look at someone else and you think, oh how is it so easy for them, how do they do this so effortlessly, they're already there, it must be easy and it's not. So I want to come on here and really share in-depthly, is that a word, about my experience that I've had with emotional binge eating and just really terrible body image, body dysmorphia, and all the stuff that's happened to me when I was younger, because not for any other reason, but because I want to normalize this for anyone that is going through a really tough time right now. And I want this to be your reminder that there is genuinely a light at the end of the tunnel. And the only thing you need to keep doing to get to that light is to keep showing up for yourself every single day. Even when you can't see that light, you need to trust that it's there because trust me, it is. It absolutely is. And so I just want to take you guys through my yeah, my whole kind of health and fitness journey and just really highlight some key points throughout the chat today about just what I could almost tell myself if I like, you know, if I was talking to my younger self, what I would tell her. And I hope this can be your reminder that if you are in a dark place at the moment, that it can get better and it will get better. You just have to keep showing up for yourself day in and day out and keep working towards bettering yourself and figuring out what the solution is. You may not always know, but you can always figure it out. There is always a solution ahead. So anyway, let's get stuck straight in. I would probably will start with one of the biggest questions, which is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Um, Because that kind of leads me down that path of my own journey and the thought that anyone can go through such a difficult, you know, few years, couple of years, couple of months, however long it takes you or, you know, it's the thought that anyone else is going through that without feeling as though it's normal or that it does happen to others breaks my heart. So the reason that I am being so open and really stepping into this coaching and online space finally is because, yeah, that thought that someone else is out there um, and not getting the help that they're needing or not feeling that support, um, it's why I do what I do. So taking you guys back, I'll probably start, gosh, I haven't even thought this through very much, but I'm going to start right at the beginning Um, It all kind of started when I decided to go on a holiday with a best girlfriend of mine and we were both, I think we were 15 at the time, and it was the perfect occasion to start looking at myself in a bikini and thinking, 
wow, uh, I think this is kind of where people tend to lose weight. You go on vacation and I, you know, I hear people talking about diets and it was very much like that year nine, you know, you're, you're 15 going on 16 and, you know, you're getting, you know, you're filling out and you're starting to look at yourself in a new way. And, you know, everyone's talking to boys and obviously there's a lot of social pressures and you're changing and you want to obviously, you know, way back when, being the leanest you could was was very much in. Thank God that has now changed. I'm so grateful and glad for younger generations now that that has kind of shifted a little bit. Um, so here I am, year nine, going on this vacation and getting as lean as I could. And I started to calorie count and the weight started coming off. And so I started running and I started enjoying fitness. And before I knew it, I had lost weight for this holiday. And Everyone around me was really validating how great I looked and I looked so healthy and I loved that validation. And that's that's a big part of why we continue to do the things that we do, even though sometimes they can be negative in the long term, is that we get this validation from other people. And that can be that motivation to continue on doing a certain behavior, even to the point that it can get a little bit detrimental, a little bit or a lot. (laughs) So we go on this holiday and this is where I met a boy. And obviously this is where, you know, it, once you get that validation and you're getting that positive affirmations from other people that you're looking quite good and, and all that, it can be very, um, yeah, it can top you up and it can, it fills up that inner cup of, you know, feeling good and getting that validation. So anyway, we, um, we came back from the holiday and this is where that behavior very much just continued out of a good intention of wanting to be healthy and this is where it's it's so important to be really conscious about um, about where you're at and not just seeking that validation from other people. So this is where I kind of had it stuck in my head that the more that I worked out, the more validation that I would get and the better I would look and without realizing that there was a tipping point where it became unhealthy. And this is where, it, yeah, it can be very easy to begin a little obsession. So Um, I, I very much have, I've always enjoyed moving my body and being really healthy and this is kind of where it, yeah, became that obsession and I, I lost too much weight. So I ended up going from, it doesn't really matter what the weight was, but I ended up losing about 25 kilos and this is, you know, for someone that was very much normal, naturally, you know, I guess curvy or, you know, uh, like a very average body size of a 16 year old. And I lost 25 kilos and it got to the point where I had digestive issues and I had to go to the hospital. And even at that point, what makes me so sad when I look back is even at that point, I thought that everyone else was wrong and I was right. I thought everyone else is just jealous. You know, they, they, they don't understand the validation that I'm getting, or maybe they do and they, they see that validation and they want some too. You know, your mind gets so fixated on something and on this one truth for yourself, the truth that you see that it can be very difficult to sometimes see things objectively. And everyone else around me was seeing it very objectively. I had lost too much weight. I was too obsessed. And from my perspective, I was thinking everyone's just overreacting. They're just jealous. So anyway, in this part, if I could go back and tell myself, I would say, look, everyone's actually got your best interests at heart. And they're probably looking at it from a third party. And even the fact that they can see something's wrong, it means something's wrong. Anyway, so this is really the part where... um, yeah, I kind of wanted to do it on my own. My, I had very supportive parents. I do still have very supportive parents. And 
this is where, you know, yeah, I had a, a very supportive partner. I had very supportive friends that were genuinely just trying to be there for me in what they saw to be a really hard time. Um, and during this time, you know, I'm still of that opinion that in that moment, I was thinking everyone's just overreacting. I'm just, you know, really, really healthy, which obviously I wasn't. So this is really the part where um, this this is actually the bit, honestly, that kind of flipped everything around. It got to a certain point where funny enough, and I think a lot of women will be able to relate to this, is this is the part where the discipline felt as if it snapped. And it went from this point of genuinely feeling as if I was in complete control over every every single thing I ate. I was always in control of my hunger. Even if I was hungry, I knew how to make sure that I wouldn't eat. And I just, I had so much self-trust that no matter what I wanted to do, I could control my body, no matter what it was telling me, hungry, full, whatever, I could control it. You know, I could make it run 15K and it wouldn't, it wouldn't sick of a beat. You know, it was, it was that kind of mindset. And it, and I was genuinely at that place. Whereas this is, this became that turning point where, yeah, it felt like everything snapped and it felt as though my discipline ran away. (laughs) And what I mean by that is it, It literally felt as if one day I let myself have some bread for the first time or some, you know, some some toast or some, you know, an apple, a couple of apples or something like that. You know, something more than what I was allowed to give myself because I was restricting so heavily. So to give you an idea at this point, I was eating, you know, 1200 calories a day and I was running 10 kilometers a day minimum six times a week and I was literally stretching myself so thin and I thought that was normal. I thought that's what healthy people do though, right? Like this is how people get really lean and this is how people get fit and they get six packs and all that kind of stuff. And God, oh my gosh, looking back, I just think that's ridiculous. And anyway, and then, yeah, it felt like one day I allowed myself to have yeah, a muesli bar or something that was out of the ordinary that I would have considered a bad food or that I wasn't allowed to eat that food or someone so healthy doesn't eat that stuff. You know, these kind of negative food rules that are just absolutely bullshit. And this is where, yeah, I allowed myself to have some and I just snapped and I ended up eating, you know, it would be plus of probably 3000 calories all in one go as if I had literally just like peeked under the blanket. I saw it was there and I dived straight under and then I resurfaced at some point and I thought, oh my God, what has happened? How did that just happen? Not understanding what was going on mentally, emotionally, physiologically, which is a really interesting point, which I'll go to a lot later in this podcast um, in other episodes about physiologically what happens when we restrict so heavily. And then obviously the binge that then occurs or the overeating episode. Um, And this, obviously, I'm sure you can imagine is where that binge and restrict cycle began. So this is where, and this is honestly, this is the part that I, that I coach on specifically for women is you know, we go through a whole plethora of, you know, body image issues and understanding self-love and self-discipline and all that stuff. But at the real core, it comes down to reversing this binge and restrict cycle, which very much happens when we restrict for a certain amount of time and we think that we've got complete control over our body. And then all of a sudden we don't, and we don't understand what's happened. And we're constantly trying to go back and gain back some kind of discipline. And we're confused as to why we can't. When really our body is genuinely just trying to ensure that we have enough sustenance and that we have enough fuel and it thinks that we're going to restrict. So anyway, this is where I went from, yeah, having full discipline to feeling like I had none. And then every single day or every couple of days, it was it would be 
honestly, yeah, worse came to worse. It came to every single day. I would binge at nighttime and then I would restrict all of next day because I felt shameful, regretful, confused, disgusted with myself. And obviously when this happens, you end up gaining a lot of weight because instead of eating, you know, let's let's call it a regular average woman size, you know, you know instead of instead of eating, you know, 2000 calories a day, you're now eating 5000 calories in the span of a couple of hours plus whatever else you've eaten that day. So you're eating way above the caloric intake necessary for your body and you're feeling terrible about it too. You know, it's not just about the food, but your digestion, your body is just being pushed to its limits to to try and digest the food that you're having and you can feel that it's a negative habit. You know that you shouldn't be doing it, but you're just unsure as to how to actually take control of what's happening and because you don't understand what's happening. So I can, you can imagine I'm, I'm now, you know, 25 kilos down and this binge and restrict begins. And this happened for about three, oh, about two and a half, three years, every single day or every couple of days. And it would just be, it was the most horrible time. And this happened, um, you know, towards this happened, I think it was, um, yeah, I was about, you know, yeah, 25 kilos down in year 11. And then in year 12, so exactly 12 months later, I was, what, plus 35 kilos. So I had put everything back on plus another 10. And I'm sure for anyone that has ever felt like they've gained weight, lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, I'm sure you can relate in this moment. I felt completely devastated. I thought I was destined to live in this body that genuinely didn't feel like me. I didn't even want to go back to what I was previously. It's just, I felt so uncomfortable in my skin because this wasn't the body that I had had. And it wasn't the body that I'd even had before I'd lost the weight. It was just completely foreign to me. And there was a lack of self-love, a lack of self-respect, a lack of self-discipline. And I just didn't know what to do. And this is honestly, guys, where I look back and I just think the fact that anyone is going through that right now and feeling the way that I felt, this is why I do what I do is because I genuinely believe that this isn't being addressed properly that this kind of binge and restrict and the the entire mental side of dieting and trying to get back to a regular and normal relationship with food and yourself and your body that's it's not being taught and it took me what a total of eight years of losing weight gaining weight finding a good equilibrium it took me yeah eight years to figure out how to gain back this beautiful relationship with my body and with myself and with food to a point where I can now genuinely say that I love myself and I love my body and I love being healthy and fit and it genuinely comes from a very very well-intentioned place but the fact that it's taken me so long to learn how to actually do that it just breaks my heart so going back to my story it's um this is the part where I was yeah obviously what yeah I was easily 10 kilos overweight now binging and restricting every single day not going out to social events blowing off my friends because I genuinely felt so uncomfortable in myself and being around other people because I constantly felt like I was eating the wrong foods and I was worried that I would eat and then it would lead to a binge and I'd be out in public and all I wanted to do was kind of go home and and, and overeat because it made me feel better in the moment and and then you know yeah it affected my relationship it reflected it re- sorry it um it you know was at the detriment of my friendships it was at the detriment of my year 12 results all I could focus on was food I was so obsessed and it felt like my brain was honestly taking over all of the time and I had no control so even trying to study or trying to plan yeah events with my friends everything was just an absolute struggle and it just 
it honestly, I, I could look back and, and change all that dieting that I did just so that I would be able to kind of show up better in my life in a more authentic and genuine way and have better relationships in year 12 and, and all that. I, I genuinely would because it's just the dieting and the, the negative consequences that it has later on is just not worth it. So this is the point where you know, at this, yeah, this point I'm overweight. And this is really the point where my parents really tried to get me to go to a GP and then a dietitian, a nutritionist, a holistic medicine person. I went to so many people trying to find an answer. And this is, yeah, again, this is why I do what I do is because I don't believe it's being taught correctly. And all the people that I saw, um, they would write me a meal plan and they would just say, how are you feeling? And you know, I was so embarrassed and shameful. I would just lie through my teeth and I would just say, I would just pretend that everything was fine. And I would say, yes, I'm following your meal plan. I'm doing all of that. I don't understand why I'm losing weight. So obviously I was absolutely lying through my teeth out of just pure shame and regret. And I, yeah. And then, you know, they, they, they never prompted or poked around in terms of my mentality. They, they didn't believe, or they, maybe they just didn't really understand that it was a mental um, it was a mental battle that I was struggling with. And this is honestly, yeah, where I think that so many people will take that band aid approach of just looking at the food, looking at the intake of what's happening and what I'm eating or what someone else is eating, as opposed to actually looking at the root cause of it. And this is genuinely where I believe that binging and emotional eating, it's just a symptom. It's just a symptom of something else that is going on emotionally or physiologically inside some neural pathway that your brain and you have have formed together that meets some kind of emotional, physical or mental need that hasn't actually been met. And so your brain has then, you and your brain have figured out that you get this dopamine hit from overeating and that that solves a problem. And so binging is just the symptom. And I genuinely feel like that was never addressed for me. And yeah, it was really disappointing because I was then just diagnosed with having an eating disorder and body dysmorphia, all these things. And I genuinely feel like I wasn't given the support and the help that I needed. So it was really at this point where I just told myself that I'm just going to try every single day to find balance. I'm just going to try and do it. And this wasn't easy. Honestly, guys, this took maybe, I believe it was maybe like the next three years of back and forth, back and forth. I'd have a good week and then I'd have a terrible month and then I'd have a good month and then a terrible six months. And it was incredibly difficult. And I was very lucky that I had a really good friend that went through a lot of this stuff with me and she was incredibly supportive. And I had a really supportive brother and sister who were always there for me that never judged me. And they really just accepted me for who I was in every single moment at every single weight, no matter what I was struggling with. And this is honestly where I would encourage anyone who is going through anything extremely difficult right now, whether it's whether it's health wise, weight wise, anything like that, or whether it's just in your personal life, you do need support of people around you. You do need to be able to confide in people about what you're struggling with so that you can feel as though you're not in it alone, even if you don't even if they don't have the right answer for you. You know, that that wasn't what these relationships were about. They didn't have the answer. The only person that could figure out what was going on and how to solve the problem was myself. That was it. But it was the fact that I could lean on these people and genuinely confide in them about what I was going through so that I just didn't feel like I was the only one thinking about it, that I was the only one, me and my brain were the only people going through it. So I just really want to encourage here that, 
yeah, please reach out to people around you, even if it is just to let them know how you're feeling and what you're struggling with and say, look, I'm not looking for an answer. I'm just looking to tell you and tell someone so that I don't feel so alone. And this isn't a sign of weakness. This is a sign of strength when you do this. Leaning on other people, it shows that you're stepping up for yourself and you're placing those people around you so that you can genuinely feel as though you can lean on them for that support. But the most important thing here was really just making sure that every single day that I would wake up and I would commit myself to, even if I didn't get it right, I was at least trying. And this is where, yeah, you need to make sure that no matter what you're going through, whether it is emotional binge eating, whether it is just, you know, you staying on track with your goals or any kind of challenge that you're facing in your life at the moment, you need to make sure that you are waking up every single day and no matter how good or bad the day goes, you're at least trying because even though it might feel as if you kind of two step forward, one step back or one step forward, two steps back, no matter what you feel like in terms of progress, you may not see it, but you are making progress. You are learning what doesn't work as well as what does work every single day. And it took me three years, but I did, you know, I did so much research. I confided in so many people. I got so many people's opinions and I read Honestly, guys, it would be over like 200 self-help books about dieting and the mental changes that it makes, the physiological changes it makes, as well as just like self-development books. And I would focus on my personality and on how to create balance and how to, you know, like think like a monk. And like, so honestly, I I should write a a whole list of all the books that I read, um, like a a, a book list for anyone who is going through any kind of difficult changes that they need to get a grasp on because these books as much as they weren't just about emotional or binge eating or anything like that they all helped me build up little facets of my personality that then enabled me to show up as the best version of myself and learn what that looked like and how to do that and honestly it was all mental there was nothing in there that talked about physical or how to get back your bod or like anything like that it was all about the mental shifts and how to look at life differently, how to look at myself differently, how to build confidence, how to build a deeper respect for yourself, how to understand your values and execute them, how to show up in life, how to build personal power, all these things that are genuinely what matters in life. And as soon as you start focusing on them, you start enabling yourself to show up as a better person every single day. You start getting really interested in who you are and why you are the way you are, why you execute the behaviors you do. And I'm sure you're starting to see now how much the mental part affects the behaviors that you then have. And obviously the behaviors that you have, they affect your life. The same way what you think affects your emotions and your emotions affect your behaviors. They are all linked. And it was only once I really understood how linked they were and I actually got a grasp on my thoughts and then my emotions and then my behaviors and I understood that link that's when I really started to see the changes and that's why I coach what I do and I and I coach on and I do what I do with coaching is because it's genuinely we start from the very deep rooted stuff we start from your thoughts and then the emotions that they evoke and then how you deal with those emotions and we understand that entire feedback loop so that you can actually go out and start changing your behaviors but not just from a surface level behavior level but from a deep from a deeper level So that your thoughts and your emotions and then your behaviors are all synced up and they're all extremely aligned. And that's what creates that sustainable approach, not only with health and fitness, but with anything. So I just wanted to share this story because I can genuinely say that from this place now that I'm at, I this is the place that I want to get everyone to. And it's not perfect. 
You know, let's be honest, there are still days where I have really difficult body image days or that I get down on myself. And, you know, that's just a part of life. That's all part of being human and the challenge, the challenges that we go through. But I genuinely, you know, the, the place that I'm at in terms of um, having this beautiful relationship with myself and with my body is the place that I genuinely hope for every single male and female to to eventually get to, no matter what they're struggling with now. I truly believe, and it is true, that you can get to an equally good place with yourself and with food and with a relationship with yourself and your body that is all, you know, centered around balance, self-love, self-discipline, and just, you know, yeah, it's all centered around that balance. And it is possible for you, no matter who, who is listening and where you're at with yourself, you can also get to that place. And I would just really encourage you to get really curious about your behaviors and the emotions that follow, sorry, that, that come right before that behavior. And then those emotions, where did those emotions come from? What thoughts did you have beforehand? And then remember that you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are just things that's like, there. it's just a feedback loop. It's just a train track in your brain that your brain is used to being on. And it's your job to direct your thoughts and change that train track direction. It is up to you. No one's going to do it for you. And it is important because what thoughts, what thoughts you have, they lead to the emotions that you have and the emotions you have lead to the behavior you have and the behavior you have leads to the life that you have. So just remember how important that feedback loop is. So I just wanted to share this story and I hope invoke anyone who's in a difficult place at the moment, a difficult rut, and you feel like you're just kind of going round and round on that feedback loop. I just want you to encourage you to get support, family, friends, anyone, a coach if you need to, any anyone, I, I encourage you to get that support and really reach out, lean on others and just back yourself. Just keep trying every single day. I encourage you to step up and just remember that even if you can't see the progress that's being made, you are making progress. You are making progress. You are learning what's working and what's not working. And that is all part of the journey. And just trust me, as, as long as you keep trying, you will get to a place eventually where you look back and you think, oh my goodness, thank goodness I didn't give up on myself. So thank you so much for listening and I look forward to being back with you on my next episode. Please feel free to leave this a five-star review. Thank you so much. And if you have any questions or reflections, please feel free to also DM me on Instagram at Sheridan Jackson. I post daily and I'm always on my stories answering any questions that you guys do have. So thank you again and I'll chat to you on my next episode. Bye-bye.